You're watching WLWT News 5, leading the way. Welcome to WWT News 5's Today Daily Dose. It is Thursday, making our way through this week. We'll get an update from Randy Rico in a second. Fletcher Keel is here with me. I'm Colin Mayfield. Uh, we will talk about the forecast that is going to clear up mm -hmm. by the afternoon. But first, I uh, have to talk about another rough day as more folks are being put to rest uh, down in Uvalde, Texas. We had uh, more mass shootings, one in Tulsa, Oklahoma uh, yesterday, which was uh, just a surprising incident because of where it happened on a hospital campus at Tulsa, at a Tulsa medical building. Uh, a gunman carrying a rifle and a handgun killed four people. That's really all we've been told about the suspect. Not really any other information has been given um, to any other media sources about, about who the gunman was, but apparently um, he was found dead inside a stairwell. Apparently, um, there were others injured as well, but four people were dead uh, before he took his own life uh, in that stairwell. So his identity has not been released, uh, hoping for more information from the Tulsa Police Department. But it sounds like a quick response was kind of the, I guess, a factor in how this played out. Right, less so, than five minutes uh, yeah. at the most recent report. And uh, it's uh, it's just so interesting how when things like this happen in succession, yeah. uh, some parts of the of the story. Not saying that nothing isn't important in this, but right, right. Uh, if Uvalde hadn't happened, would we care how long it took for the response to come? So you compare right. those two things, where it's like, wow, five minutes. That's think about how awful it would have been had it yeah. not been. And it, I'm not sure what the injured count is, but it's I do believe more people were shot. Don't have the official numbers on that. Yeah, um, I was looking for that. So and I saw a bunch of reports come in yesterday about it. And of course you're thinking, oh my goodness, another one. We just had one. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, so with those four lives lost, obviously tragic, but uh, and the with that quick response could have been much worse. Yeah, and the concern obviously is all of these shootings happening in vulnerable places, whether right. it be churches, schools, I mean, even a hospital place, this um, building apparently used for outpatient surgery services and breast health uh, services as well. So you can imagine the number of people. It just that spans a wide gamut of our population. Um, so another another day um, and actually another shooting in this resemblance kind of took place close to home in Dayton at a hospital shooting. That's the resemblance there. But an inmate was being treated at a Dayton hospital um, and shot and killed the security guard in the emergency room before taking his own life in this shooting. It was at the Miami Valley Hospital. Uh, happened yesterday. I don't even, I saw a couple of tweets that this shooting did not even make national news because of some of the other shootings that happened across yep. America yesterday. I, so, didn't, I didn't even hear about it until I got in this morning. I didn't either. So. <laughs> uh, I heard about a number of others before this one. So right. um, this is being investigated and um, they're asking why the shackles were not put back on. Apparently there was an evaluation that this uh, inmate went through, suspected for withdrawal symptoms. Um, so there's obviously more to be released out of that. So another a terrible thing that happened close to home here for us uh, in Ohio. And then, you know, amongst all of this, the bill for arming teachers uh, seems like it passed yesterday and it's on its way, or at least it's on its way to passing the Senate. Yep. Um, as it passed the House, I do believe, yesterday uh, on, the, on the House floor. Um, so now after the Senate, obviously, we'll go to the governor's desk, who has indicated that he will sign this bill. And the big caveat that a lot of folks have had with this is that it whittles it down from 700 hours of training to get guns in teachers' hands all the way to 24. Right. And one question I think a lot of folks are asking, is there any middle ground to that? I mean, you know, where's the middle ground? You know, is, is there any? Um, so interesting topic that will be talked more about. Yeah, absolutely. And I believe the vote was 27 to 9, somewhere in that range. Yes. Uh, so passed fairly easily. And 
uh, you would have to, on the middle ground thing, you would have to think that, especially in a lot of the rural areas of Ohio, you'd have to think that some of those teachers have some sort of firearm training where, not saying the 24 hours is nearly sufficient enough, right. but you could bump that up and you might not need 700 hours, but maybe 300 hours, maybe right. half that, maybe a little right. bit less, especially for those people who already uh, know. And we're seeing a little bit with uh, Butler County's sheriff saying that yeah. uh, wasn't gonna help with actual training, but was gonna help teachers in the county uh, secure um, concealed carry licenses. So we'll see if that continues to uptick as well. Right. And I was actually uh, in Florida, the aftermath of the Parkland shooting when this was passed in Florida. I don't believe the uh, training was as limited. It was just kind of the controversy of, oh, do we really want more guns in the schools? Yeah. Um, but once that passed, I don't remember hearing about any incidents, um, any misfires or anything like that happening. So uh, we'll see how this will play out. But yeah, the, the uh, surely the sticking point is being that, that yeah. low hour number of training for the teachers. Teachers are already so many things in the classroom. Right. So this is another thing that they will have to uh, deal with and we'll see where that goes. Randy has an update for the forecast. Well, right now in the WLWT live radar, you can see we went from steady downpours in the early morning hours to some scattered showers that are continuing to push to the east. Right now, you can see some rain over top of Highland County, moving through Hillsboro and Rainsboro. Another line of rain just south of the Ohio River and through Peach Grove, Lenoxburg, and Wolcott. Look back toward Indy. One more line of rain. We'll see most places getting on a lull in the action over the next two hours with that rain over Indy arriving by about 11 a.m. All right, Randy, thank you for updating us. I uh, got a couple other stories to get through before we end this today. So I'm going to pack this in. Gas prices still going to be a topic. The biggest thing is they went they went up uh, by five cents over the last 24 hours. Uh, now catching up to the national average, I think we're at around 469, I do believe. Um, a lot of issues, a lot of places are seeing 469 all the way to 479. However, the Circle K in Erlanger, that's ga uh, cash only and gas only <laughs> is still uh, under four dollars but you have to pay cash as well mm -hmm. so um there's a range but a lot of uh gas stations on the higher end of that yes and there's no um it seems like no ceasing to this uh, anytime soon so gas prices are going to continue to go up i think meredith had a real good discussion this morning on our air about people um, finding different gas efficient cars if they can you know the right. biggest thing is the supply is very limited right now we've talked about that obviously evs don't seem to be as affordable as people would like. Obviously, I was talking about the Hummer EV, which I think has a starting price of around 100K. Yeah. For a lot of folks, that is not an option yeah, for if them. If you're worried about gas prices, that's not going to help. Something like that isn't no. quite the budget. No, it's not um, be immediately you know, helpful. Even Teslas, we know, aren't aren't uh, extremely affordable in some respects. So a lot of folks are, are asking that question: What can they trade in? Uh, if there is even a trade in, and if they're efficient, or if their gas uh, is uh, you know in the efficiency range that they want for their car or truck, I know you know me driving a pickup truck, the efficiency is not great. Right. Um, but honestly, there's no other option for me in terms of trading in and finding a a car that would be suitable for some of the things that I need. So a lot of folks are asking about that and finding the impacts of gas prices just on every part of their finances. Check out WWT.com because Meredith again had a great story on that and maybe some options for you and your family. Um, quickly, we, I want to talk about this because Megan um, is a TikTok star, yes, obviously, yes. but more than that, she's an inspiration. Um, and I think not only for the LGBTQ plus community, but just for a lot of folks telling their own story and being themselves, yep. being themselves, and that's what she is. You know, um, she, she's herself and she does it really well. Um, and you know more about the social media TikTok, I think in some sense than I do. I 
am uh, not good at it, not well versed. Uh, but Megan was in Teen Vogue, I do believe. She was one of 12 people that was hi that were highlighted. Yeah, so part of this. Yeah, Teen Vogue did yesterday with it, the start of being Pride Month yesterday. Did okay. an article highlighting 12 LGBTQ, they call okay. them trailblazers of TikTok. So basically, content creators in the community to know. Okay. And of course, our Megan Mitchell, uh, one of those. And actually, it was funny. My wife came across a couple of her videos a couple weeks after I started here yeah. and I was like how do you know who Megan is I I don't think I've even met her yet because she was out in LA for two weeks for the Super Bowl and I was like yeah I see her all the time on TikTok so that's how I learned that she was a TikTok star interesting um, and now she pops up on my feed all the time so yeah, yeah it's great great to not only have her when she goes viral and have those yeah. video moments but great to see her get some, some good exactly national right. recognition as well and like I said especially for something that's um, you know so intrinsic to her and mm -hmm. who she is yep. so it's good to see I want to really quickly before we talk about the Platinum Jubilee which has taken over today's show right now um, the uh, fan and the AC distribution by St. Vincent DePaul it is you know I, I don't want to forget that this is a huge um, effort that's being put on by the distribution centers in Northern Kentucky and Cincinnati they're not only stocking up but they're working to keep up with the neighbors that need to cool down so if you need that they're starting that today um, it's sponsored by St. Elizabeth Healthcare, so we're so thankful for them helps lower income neighborhoods and families with medical conditions stay healthy and cool. So if you qualify, you can receive a new AC unit every five years or a fan every year. Um, so they've been giving out more than 300 fans and units to those in need over the last couple of years. Uh, they're starting today or run through August 31st. Call 859-341-3219 or just come up to the Erlanger location to secure your fan or AC unit. I'm sure a Cincinnati location possibly doing the same thing, but just call ahead. Yep. Of doing so. And we'll have all that information on our website yes. for you as it's well. Thank you, Zach. to Paul. Uh, Platinum Jubilee, 70 years in service. I watched the Queen make her announcement at, well, I was not alive actually, obviously, when she was doing <laughs> was it at 20, 20, at 20 so, 21 years you look old. so great. <laughs> but, you know, watching it again. <laughs> I really age well, guys. That's right. <laughs> There's a notable saying that I will not say, but anyway, uh, I think you know it without me saying it. Um, anyway, the queen is just a remarkable woman, 70 years in service, um, and they are really highlighting that today. And throughout the week, there's a celebration, um, the pomp and circumstance that is well-deserved for her. Like I say, watching her address at 20 and tw 21 years old, um, you know, I don't know if she knew she was in for this, right? but she was in for right. it, right? The long so, haul. <laughs> so uh, more to come. Today's show is covering that uh, live coverage uh, right now as actually as we speak. Uh, if you're watching this as a podcast or later on, we appreciate you listening. Mm -hmm. Fletcher Keel, Colin Mayfield, Randy Rico. We'll be back for tomorrow's Daily Dose. Have a good Thursday.